Hello, hello again to all my beautiful listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in to the Introspective Perspective Podcast with your host, me, Mr. Aaron Cruz. Hope everybody's having a beautiful uh, beginnings of the year of 2022. I know if you live in Saskatoon, it's hella cold outside, but you know, we getting by. Uh, this is episode 13. Uh, did it with uh, a really good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Landon Young. Do uh, a lot of dive deep discussions uh, within psychology, cults, numerology, uh, crypto, our own convictions, faith, uh, the universe, the self, even a little bit of hip hop, life principles. I mean, we go down the road. Uh, episode 13 was a little bit special because 13 is a pretty significant number uh, within numerology. We go through that in the podcast. This podcast was actually quite long. It had to be divided up in two episodes. So this will be episode 13 and 14. I hope what you guys hear gives you the insights that it gave me insights myself at the time. But it'll provide some sort of insight. If not, maybe some humor or maybe something that gets your mind thinking. But either way, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. starting it just like this and we think of whatever the hell we want to talk about so everyone out there thank you for tuning in uh, today i am joined by i would say one of the most intellectual of uh, intellectuals that i've ever met and, and, it, and it was very random how we met how did we meet like, uh, just working at supplement king right yeah man <laughs> That's a random story in itself. <laughs> I don't even know how what, what triggered. I, like, I don't know. Because I, 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 I always bought stuff there, right? Anyways, guys, this is uh, this is my homie, uh, Mr. Landon Young. You know, he's looking young, he's looking fresh. You know, he's uh, uh, he has a very interesting mind. I mean, we're going to get into it pretty heavily, I think. We don't know what time limit is here, so I hope you guys can... Uh, enjoy the time that you guys pay attention and uh, well, maybe learn a little bit something because I think this is this is very interesting this is long awaited actually yeah man, it's, it's, it's been meaning to go down for quite some time I'm actually happy it's happening today though I'm excited now. it's I'm it's excited. a good day I mean we wanted to make it 13 right so I mean like come on man we'll, we'll give a quick introduction of uh, who you are what you're seeing you know what you're about I mean, I don't even really know what you're all about. I kind of can guess, but yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a person of many hats, I guess. I, I think I'm different people to different people. Oh, uh, I like that. Only because I have high amount of passion for very specific things, so I guess I have uh, had a lot of different interests. I was an athlete in college, played lacrosse. That was my identity for a long time. Oh damn! You're one of those, one but, of those uh, guys. Yeah, man, but that that kind of like came came to an end abruptly, and I realized that that wasn't that wasn't like the the goal, you know. So I guess I'm a, a polymath. I like teaching myself things. I mean, um, you're you've uh, I think I never even knew that term, and you've called me that term, and I I had to look it up and really dig into understanding. Like, oh man. Well, no, I, that's why that's why we clicked. Oh, trippy. There's, you know, I think it's easy to be if people actually tried. I think it's easy to be like on the same page with people most of the time. 
Oh, I mean, you know I mean, it's it's about energy, vibes, man. You can immediately get it. There's people out there, you be like, hey, man. No, I just mean in general, know? though. Like, if, if most people made the effort, they would find common ground with most people. But for me specifically, in my you know interest level, there's people that rarely that I come across that are like super super quick thinkers you know you can tell they they look at things differently and those people i end up like seeing their they vibrate on a different frequency they're 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 running on a different plane and i'm up there usually like chilling like just on my own so when somebody like walks in it's like they're walking in on that plane and i automatically see it like before we even talk it's like oh shit that dude gets it even if we don't end up like Oh, and you know, realizing it in each dude, other. I have yes. this, like, you're making me think of something really crazy. The fact that, yeah, like, good. people are uh, very much, like, like you say, yeah, you can connect right away. We're all energies. You're vibrating at this level. I think we're all in this kind of, like, equal uh, level playing field. <laughs> <laughs> but we really are. And we, we do float. You're chilling up here. And then, you know, but there are other energies that come by, which are people, right? They can either talk with you and then bring you and make you vibrate lower. And then now you're in this like plane as opposed to like finding other people who give you information or help you out in a certain way or whatever. You name a good connection. They will bring you up to vibrate higher. But you both know mm-hmm. as the same thing. People go with, both go downwards. Right. Yep. So I just think like uh, I do agree with that. Man. There's just people out there who can just like, who can click. And I think it takes you being very um, attuned and, and and very self-aware of those people in your life. And people don't fucking see that shit. That's not a thing. That's not a practice. <laughs> well, I am, like, I'm always curious. I uh, Even though in, in psychology, it's not really like a... Some people have, you know, mixed opinions on the Myers-Briggs test, but I, I've always been curious about what yours is. Cause... I am... And uh, a mediator. No, no, no. In, um, not a mediator. Sorry. I'm an influencer. Which? What's the? What's the letters in that one? Uh, I, I, I. I was I, thinking you're an INFP. Is that what that one is? I, uh, INFP. Or you looked this up. Man. This I actually one. think you're quite extroverted, though. So I'm surprised you're I. No, I'm E. Sorry, I am ENTJ. Oh, dude, that's what mine is. Get the fuck! That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because like, it clicks that's, in my that's, head. That's the commander. Hold on, man. Let's see. I, th- I think. Ex- extroverted, I think. intuitive thinking, judgmental. And I would also say that you're most likely dash A, which is assertive as well. Am I? Or am I? We I? have trouble up, allowing each other to have the floor. <laughs> Hold on, because like if, you're, if, if this is the picture, if this is the picture of this thing, I'm not that thing. I know that. Yeah, that's the one that... Uh, I know I'm not that. It has NTJ, though, or a TJ or something for sure. What are they... Oh, so you're the, are you the architect? The INTJ is the architect. Hold on. It might be the fucking... Uh, okay, well, they're perfect. There's a... Oh, who the fuck? Man, these aren't even the ones... Sorry, everyone out there, we're looking at the images of uh, the 16 personalities. Yeah, welcome yeah. back, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I know I'm green, bro. I'm green. I know that. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking that you were either an ENFP. 
Oh, man, hold on. Maybe, you know what we should do? I should just do this right fucking now. I know, it's a bit long. It's long. Hold on here. I'm gonna, I need to go to the actual website. But, but either way, I think some of those personality types are very low amount of this population and some of them are quite high. And, and usually... Bam. People, That's what I am. ENFJ, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, so I'm close because mine was ENFTJ or whatever the well, hell that was, right? I'm, I'm the T where you're an F and I'm a dash A as well. So that makes a lot of sense, man. If you have three out of four on the same... So you're ENTJA and I'm, I'm, I'm ENN... ENTJA, so where your F is, mine's a T. So what does the F and T sound for again? Like uh, I think I'm a little bit more analytical than you would be. I think the T is, is thinking. I'm all straight up on this. <laughs> straight up. Yeah, Dude, that's why I play you know, music. <laughs> well, you know what's funny though, man? Is uh, the ENTJ is also really likely to be an artist. Um, especially if it's not kind of like pushed out of them in childhood. Assertive protagonist, people mastery. But that's the thing though, man. Like you're a fucking wizard and I'm, and I'm going to be like Steve Jobs and try to bend, bend, reality to, like you know it's funny man my girl recently looked up what uh like the traits of any ntj is yeah and she was like it's comical how like exactly like you it is like i believe something whether it's based in reality or not i believe that something can exist and i like genuinely think i can make it happen like it's like the the law of attraction type of mentality that's like kind of built into that personality type like that's like oh dude and and that's the thing like this funny thing i'm looking at this idea of people mastery right like and that's why i in in social work first of all (laughs) and it's not about like to master and control people it's to be able to because i have a understand i have a conviction of why this whole podcast even exists i have this conviction of like understanding the human condition and seeing what like what makes us tick what makes who the fuck we are you know you think how many remember some of the conversations we had way before we even got into crypto yeah but psychology and shit but this and that's it was weird i was thinking about that and i was waiting for a prime time to bring it up like hey man i remember that first time we started talking was about psychology yeah yeah I, but i don't know what like triggered the uh, the occurrence were you about the one working i think dean was working too must have been yeah no man i think like for me I like sales, but it's still not, I don't think, what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life because it's not like it's... We'll fucking start day trading. What do you mean? Well, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to run, <laughs> run all of my shit on Flare. Let's go. Oh, dude. Yes. It's because... Think so about Ethereum. Anybody thinking that, that <laughs> shit is going to happen before June, July, whenever the network comes on? You always make me forget about Flare. And it's funny that I'm the one who told you about XRP, but I always forget about it. I'm just like, oh, look at the charts. Uh, oh, shit, fucking Flare? Where the it's, fuck is that think, shit? The, the most relevant things about XRP have been easily forgotten by like the biggest people in the community. By design. Like, think of how smart that is. Think of how Codius. What you know about Codius? Like the, uh, I've, you know, I've heard people talk about it, I feel, within Codius. You've heard whispers, but what is it? I'm not sure. Like, to most people, it was like, 
the original idea of like an interledger like host network oh yeah we talked about this the private ledgers like it was like a no, no no not the private ledgers not not the not like the kind of myth of there being more than one ledger that's secretly hiding behind the veil that the, the banks are already testing like with with test volumes to, to to stress test to make sure that it can be feasible not that codeus the thing that would allow um uh, a, a network that would create a binding of a lot of the blockchains on a uh, kind of combined. Is this a coin or a network? No, it's kind or of both. Like, I guess. It would be a, a host. Codius. Yeah, C O D I U S. U S. Yeah. Codius. Open source. Yeah. So, it, so basically, it's, it's a host. Program. Yeah. So it's a hosting platform. So picture like the Ethereum network, Bitcoin, and a bunch of things that were uh, built upon a host that basically created something that would have like what would be similar to a native token. And that native token, you know, by design, because the people that created this idea are the same creators of XRP. They created it so that it would be a host so that basically everything would run through it. And so because of the simplicity of the technology, it would be... It would be open source that you could use other uh, settlement coins on it, but the native token on this kind of host network would be XRP. So it's part of that, like. All so the, when all, is this like? It is already in function. Well, it was it was spoke about years ago, and then kind of went into the the background because I think that's when they started switching the name of. You know how like XRP went through a lot of those waves, like it was once like X Rapid and, and like the, the other names that it had earlier in its like development. Well like RippleNet and and uh, the ODL and you know the kind of the network that it's gonna be running on, uh, the, the 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 cloud basically. That's what I believe has been renamed out of what Codius was. So the like, cloud but yeah the, like the, the for Ripple apple and, and, the, and basically well no like the, the cloud the hosting network that, that you know okay let, let's back up the truck here for a second man like when i hear the cloud i never actually know what the fuck that is like i don't really know I what know wi-fi either. is you know you tell me this wireless files oh word and you like you have it and it's sending signals from this box word but it connects me well, to like this gigantic invisible network of things you know what i mean it just i don't even know what that is like, I, I don't it doesn't i mean i know what it is but also i don't at the same time that's what you know it, well, even with crypto I think, man, I think it's, it's easy, a trippy game it's easy to to use a word like the, the cloud when that's speaking about different things every time someone's using it i'm not talking about like the, the cloud that, like a digital that, sense that iCloud is Okay, right. like, a, like, a, like a database, I think, essentially. I think a cloud is a good term for it, though, because I think every cloud is, is its own thing, right? So it's like Ripple's cloud network is more of what I should have said. Okay. Like like the the kind of the host network of... of like the, it's of, rather of, banks, of, of too? The Ripple net. Well, no, the Ripple net is, is the network that all the banks are going to be using. Oh, so it's right? like Skynet. That's, that's like the, the, the programs that can... Uh, bring value to xrp that's partly why ripple's always been bound in this weird like war with whether it's a security because ripple designed all of the, the 
software that can use XRP for the, the banks that can plug into those ledgers. But the larger network, I think, is all the, the uh, nodes and all the validators that are going to be on it, which make it decentralized. So that network, if plugged in together properly, could be a framework that could allow something like Bitcoin or the other ones to potentially ride on it and then have a native a native coin underneath, which could be XRP. It could also be other things because it's open source and you can build on it. But what a lot of large entities would do if they were adopting it wouldn't be to spend time creating other coins that could be used for settlement on it. They would just take the native coin. So they, they had it named that, and then I think it went into dark mode and then re-emerged as a different name, as like a smoke and mirrors. So I think all the Starlink uh, satellites that Elon's been putting up there yeah. are RippleNet. I mean, man, you know... How much quicker does okay. the signal go let's, when... Let's, when let's you, speed up the audience here a little bit. Let's we'll talk about speed. How much faster does network work when it's not uh slowed down by the bioelectrical impedance of the earth it's out of the atmosphere man you're it's, it's going over like this like you know i'm figuring out like man do people understand what we're talking about here like okay so like again me me and uh, landon here we have we have a passion and i mean like i think the most of the world now has it i mean like when we were into it the world was quite a quiet now you have the everyday joe schmo anybody well, I'm, and i'm late to the party fam yeah I, I, I feel like i had to i had to go full obsessive mode to like catch up oh no you had to it's, you had you had to speed up man you had to become obsessive i mean i was like that as well i but, thought it was like you know, but i heard the call though it's like that's the thing man like i tried to tell a lot of people after you told me that day i still before i bought a single coin i researched it for months like so I, I ladies and gentlemen out there you guys i mean i'm not giving you in we're not, we're not financial advisors or anything like that yeah but, but, hey, I mean, hey, just, but, but before we continue this advisory i have had financial advisors be texting me late to the party trying to oh uh, uh what was that uh, thing you were talking about uh, months ago so no we ain't financial advisors it's not financial advice well i mean we're just do your own research yeah we just follow the trends of i guess you could say society that's kind of like i can you can see when something's going to be used for long term it's kind it's kind of like saying oh you invented a train interesting interesting train i think we can use a train for a lot of different things for many fucking years right so it's kind of those moments where now you guys if you're listening to this like please like look into cryptocurrencies do your research do your do you do the work all right we ain't gonna tell you anything you buy whatever you think you want right now we talk about xrp but well, there's so many different things that we can't really talk yeah, about and, and i mean maybe, like maybe we can take a second maybe we can take a second and give give a bit of a reason why it could be smart to not think it's it's stupid fake internet money and you know maybe why it would be a good idea to know because i didn't even you know you the, the words that you were saying that day was like you know the internet the internet boom you remember it you were you know i was too young to be like worried about that i missed out investing i was like in elementary school yeah (laughs) i was like the rich kid in my class had a computer and and internet you know so but 
most transactions that exist on this planet are already digital. So why not just? I mean, that's true. Very true. By, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are hearing me pour a uh, glass of sake, black and gold. If you guys know what's up, then I've you guys never know even had up. sake before. You've never had sake before. Usually, never. what I sake, usually like doing. Is that how I say it properly? Yeah, sake. Sake. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into uh, Japanese interpretations again a little bit later. <laughs> Just a quick sneak peek into the foreshadowing. Usually with this, we take shots, but I mean, we give, uh, you know, have you just sip on it. I mean, you can shoot it. It's really good. No, I won't Usually, do that. I turn, I, I you know, just like, it just like, you just sip, you know, it's nothing too crazy. It's yeah. about, uh, uh, 15.6%. So, I mean, it is pretty up there, but it is very, very premium quality, hey. uh, sake. Oh yeah. Cheers. Salute. And you know what's interesting? Uh, when you drink sake with people, uh, usually it's a, a signifier of a bond. You guys share a purpose, share a goal. And it's interesting that, like, you know, that is how this all developed to this, to this point, even to be able to have discussions about Man, it. That is incredible. <laughs> I'm about to become a fucking alcoholic. It's good. And for me, as a, you know, being Asian, uh, this, you know, it's rice, right? The ba- the fermentation is a rice. It's, it's not like wine where it, oh, this we're is, good. This is, That's gluten free. We're good. So it's like it runs through my system like beautifully, and what, I just like it's like a good smooth like what, feel. What? Uh, what's? What, I've always actually wanted to ask you, but it's always like a weird question to bring up, like out of nowhere. Like, excuse me, uh, Aaron. Uh, what uh, what type of Asian are you? I mean, like, believe it or not, that's everybody's common uh, common place where I've. Uh, well, yes, I am Filipino, uh, but again, that is very debatable upon upon my history, upon my people, etc. Right, um, but for the most part, I always get Polynesian, mm. and I accept that at this point. You can't, you know, you see this, you're just like, you know. Well, is but, that not where they may have? Well, exactly, right? Like, usually, because Philippines was a very small island, and, like, there is, like, like nomadic behavior, where you get to, like, you know, move place to place, learn, you know, and, and this is how it is, islanders, you know what I mean? Technically, I guess, then you can say I'm, like, a Pacific Islander, or Malaysian Spanish, because we did get take, uh, colonized by Spaniards back in the 1500s, right? So, I mean, really anything. Um... Did, honestly, for my nationality, my eth- my ethnicity, I guess, whenever I wherever I'm standing, I'm more notable to be there. So, for example, if I go to Toronto, right, I'm just another fucking Filipino. <laughs> it doesn't even matter, <laughs> right? But then, uh, if I'm around Indigenous people, people have a tendency, oh, he's Indigenous. I remember I had this uh, uh, really funny discussion with an elder. You know, he's like, oh, what. Uh, what nation are you from? You know, and it was like, and I felt, you know, I was like, man, that's, I feel like grateful, for, you know, like for him, like to think that I, you know, I, I am uh, indigenous from this land. I, I do consider myself being indigenous from my other, uh, from the Philippines, but like, it's good to know that like that connection is still there, and to be able to have, um, uh, like, like to think I'm one of one of them, one of the, the, the one of their own. I guess yeah. you can say, and yeah, it's a very yeah. good feeling, especially working in a place where I've been working for so many years and uh, just helping the indigenous population in any aspect, man. Like, it's been a huge passion of mine, and it's because how I see it. Because during you know 
my time like for Filipinos man like there's that's not a thing we got colonized we just had to sorry that's it 1533 you guys are now colonized 400 no, yeah about 400 years later America comes in says hey Spaniards we're taking over your shit they take over their shit they gave independence to the Philippines and the Philippines now you know but it's now American owned right you said your number was 12 hey yeah my favorite number is 12 1533 1533 12 why 1533 well you just said it like why but like 1 plus 5 plus 3 plus 3 is 12 wow that's how, that's how numerology works that's how numerology works it's 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 values to words that that unless you're looking for them they're not there or like alchemy with with numerology is like the the concept of alchemy is that you can take metals that aren't gold and turn them into it through you know uh, the the course of you know uh wizardry and and magic see and, and this and is the what same like way, hold on hold on all right all right, all right. the same way uh, 88 or two eights is 16 yeah which is one plus six is seven when you reduce that trying to say earlier like because you have all this not that, that type of knowledge the occult knowledge you know this is what it, it this is, me, this is crazy new. stuff this is new to me and, and it's it, 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 it got unleashed you just gave me a formula bro <laughs> it was unleashed partially because a lot of things to do with xrp equal 13 xrp is 58 What's Boba's R? R is 18, which is 9. So 24 plus 18 plus P is 16. That's 58. And 5 plus 8 is 13. And if you look up the numerology for the ripple, yeah. it's 76. 7 plus 6 is... Get the... I'm saying so. Okay, well, you know what? It is very interesting. I mean, this this side of of cryptocurrency, because I I I always found uh, an intrigue to this as well, where you're thinking of like you know it's just it's just asset, digital asset, is an investing thing. But like, let's look past all that and kind of dig a little bit deeper in a sense that like, is do you truly truly think that XRP and its function within society? Uh, is there more of a uh, like a nefarious uh, agenda behind it? I personally think, over my own like tinfoil hat bullshit, I think it is. I think it's gonna it's a coin that's made to uh, adopt control of our finance, of uh, of um, mm. of our connection to like anything. Like you know, maybe they, they want to run our shit. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's very. Yeah, I just see it in that nature, where yeah, it's, I think it'd be easy to see it that way. But again, like, or because I see, for example, and this is weird for me, like, because you know, I find, you know, you're a friend of mine, the Bitcoin Maxi, and I consider you an XRP Maxi, right? So, and I see the both. I, I see both. I see 
I see, for example, Bitcoin, more of a, that is more divinity in action than something that's man-made. And anything in nature, we see as divinity, right? As some sort of divine context that's happening, right? It's like, a, you know, a flower growing for fuck's sake. So, you know what I mean? It just, it just, just happens. And like with, with like Bitcoin, it kind of just happened and like, that's it. You know, and, and, and there's, there's like, and it's just, just that, like this it, mystery though, but, man. But, and that's the thing, right? Is that it? So, what? And it, I'm not saying entropy is not a bad thing. I'm no, just saying no, like, no, in, in a context where like, if man made it, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, is it really more divine? And like, whatever function you use, I'm just like, it's, it's a really fun thing to talk about when it comes to like, uh, this wave of like technology. Because I, I would think there's some sort of like, like spirit or ghost within these technologies that if like the whole community of like the world are beginning to use it do you know what I mean it's kind of like a, a Facebook man like a Facebook is just this giant entity of like everybody's thoughts and 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 feelings and what they're doing and when they're shitting fuck you know all this bullshit going on it's like this like hub you know right. and that's why it's too much power man Sorry, that's a whole different topic. I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's that's a lot to unpack. And I think, like, I think you're right. I think, I think the best way I start trying to look at this, because I think it's easy, especially within the last year, of, you know, what shall not be named. You know, maybe as like a, a, a slight bit of a, a piece into a topic I probably won't touch on today. But if you start looking into numerology. 19 is AI. Let's so, give the audience out there what, what exactly is numerology. Give a quick definition. I mean, you can see that shit on Instagram, whatever. You can look it up on Google. But I mean, like, I think it means a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, well, what's the like, actual base definition? Well, I think like when you look at language, um, a lot of the alphabets in their origin were also representing numbers. Well, I mean, I, so, I am a true believer of like everything is functioning well, on numbers. Just, like, like think about math is the universal language, first of all. Like just when you think <laughs> about like the the Greek, you know, when you think about like the Greek letters, it's you cool. know, they represented numbers and and concepts. So I think like numerology is is potentially that you know the the power of numbers represents certain entities, certain certain things that. Um, you know, utilized in certain ways could be wielded, you know, to, to create certain energies. The thing about like symbols too, it's the same thing. Numbers and symbols, I think both represent, um, you know, energy. And, and that's as far as you can go because, you know, let's say a symbol that's been created long ago that was once for good you know the people that can take and see that symbol and know it's powerful and then it becomes used for evil and now everyone that sees that symbol powers that evil by associating with it and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy so think of the swastika being something that was representative of oh, peace, peace and, right? and, and, and unity and even further from that it comes from constellation moving. Oh man, we've so, we've but, jumped, we've but, jumped but, but, many so, segments. So no, I'm not, 
I used to be really bad at getting off topic, and my, my some of my friends. I, under, I understand you, but but no, but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna round it back. Okay. So right. like, I think you know, entities, whether people are knowing it or not, are are creating you know certain powers that may have always existed on certain dates based on the, the numbers you know let's take let's just like have a thought experiment for a second and take the number 13 even though because we've already brought it up most people think of that as a negative, negative right? yeah man there's like come on even hotels what? they don't have the floor 13 exactly. it's what? crazy think about if that number actually meant something positive Somebody thought it was powerful enough to wipe out of everyone. Well, what, what's what's the occult behind that about the idea? Because hold on, so numerology, guys, why it's important? It is an occult knowledge, uh, and here it's defined to be the belief in the divine of mystical relationships between a number and one or more coinciding events. Uh, it is based upon astrology, paranormal, tarot. whatever the hell, tarot. Yeah, I guess that would be considered uh, divinatory arts. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I think all of those used to be uh, part of ancient wisdom. Some things that we may have forgotten, um, you know. So I think I think those things help illuminate and enlighten. And so it is by design that some of them have always been associated with negativity to push people away from what it potentially may mean. So well, I, I mean, think like that's a way that, you know, I think... <laughs> to start maybe bringing it back into finances, there's a famous quote from J.P. Morgan that said, millionaires don't think about astrology. Billionaires do. So why I started thinking about some of these things, because I like trying to figure shit out. If I'm going to get into something, I don't go halfway. I, I kind of dive all the way in. And I started wanting to view the investments that I was trying to learn more about from the viewpoint of the massively wealthy, which which may be uh, considering different elements, different entities, different wisdom that we don't know that they could be wielding to continue that control. So if there was uh, a nefarious outcome of XRP, would the people creating it know that that is a potential outcome, even if they didn't want that to be the case? Just like occult wisdom is not necessarily openly known information because you have to, one, want to seek it out first and find the hidden meanings, and two, you have to kind of be a part of those brotherhoods before you start getting handed the real potent information. So. Just like all things, power is wielded in certain hands better than others. So if there was a way to create a need to uh, only have certain individuals be able to see the, the good side of something like XRP and you know have those people also be involved in, in who's going to believe in it, then you know yes, it could be fueling a bad outcome that's something like i've been thinking lots lately that's like only watching the i mean let's get let's get like the bare bones here like no, with, with crypto man like i'm i'm in it for the games man like a much yeah of course but if if you don't consider you know the value of people knowing 
that XRP could be the winner in the end. And, and or at least of, for sure one of some, them. Is. Some of these very specific minded people that believe in the good that it could bring, if they had it, then those are the people that the, the inventors of XRP wants to have massive bags of XRP no matter what. Because that's the Jedi in the story. Because thinking about the other is only thinking about the Sith in the story of, of Star Wars. So, yes, the Force could be used for incredibly negative mm. things. Just like AI technology could be used negatively. Oh, for sure. Everything has a fucking duality. But how come, sure. how come we only hear about Elon Musk but we never hear about Peter Thiel? Man, you know, I love the fact so we that we talk have about, this TV. We talk about <laughs> Bitcoin. Peter Thiel. We talk about how it was invented and in its potential link to divinity, but do yeah, we he's even not know even the first one. Peter Thiel was one of the inventors of PayPal with Elon Musk. One of the angel oh, investors Thiel. in Facebook. He's a German billionaire. He's an incredibly What's Palantir Technologies? The, 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 <laughs> let's stop there let's stop there and let me open that uh, a little bit I think he was quoted once at saying when asked if Palantir if the CIA and Palantir were like, Palantir was basically just hired for an exclusive uh, like military software company, uh, software company. they're they're uh, they're a data security company that I believe is powered by AI that will launch the quantum uh, computing. Um, it, it's man, you know, this is a he's a very lucrative guy because he he, he stays quite hidden. Um, he's yeah, I don't he's, he's markedly a, a very openly uh, obsessive chess player. Interesting. He seems like a chess player. I believe player. that he is uh, part of the originators of Ripple in the PayPal mafia. I believe that he is. But how come PayPal doesn't put XRP on its like? Listen, uh, they did. Remember, they remember when I move. remember what I said what what um, Satoshi Satoshi Nakamoto stood for? Well, Palantir. Well, in like in general translation, the body of. I've also well after that day, I, I got a couple. A couple people have have broken it down to being like very easily interpret the, the connection that they're trying to make there as like you know potentially meaning that but Palantir is I think Peter Thiel has quoted that that's the CIA is a front for Palantir when asked if, if Palantir was a front for the CIA he said no what if the CIA is a front for Palantir like he's the one running all the data security uh, technology um there's some other theories I have about some of the uh, anonymous people on Twitter that I probably won't mention, but he, I think he's one of them. I mean, like, I this is all interesting. Up, this is things that I, I think I don't really ever, like, read on, but study, you know. You see that symbol right there? Hold on, hold on. You see that symbol? The circle and that book? I guess it's kind of like a... Yeah. Folks out there, so it's like a circle it, with, like, a... Like a, like a so what, what does that represent? Uh, uh, I mean, 
the peace sign when turned upside down the way it's supposed to be is supposed to represent an altar with a book on top of it which is represents knowledge so palantir that, itself that is, like... is a circle and a square which would be made with a compass and a square which is the symbol of the freemasons <sighs> Every single now, when you, you start open up that now, door, no, man. No, no. <laughs> Let me go even further. What does Palantir? Where, where did he get that word from? Palantir. Oh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Let's 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 look it up first. Let's look up. I like up. I like the drama. I know. Same here. Yeah, so we got Palantir. You're gonna see a link between every single one of his um, companies and and this meaning, answer. Meaning, we'll say. Meaning, meaning in Hindi. A Palantir is a fictional magical artifact. Palantir was in a ball of crystal. No, 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 you missed you missed the most important part. A magical artifact from J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Every single now, quick side note: the best mythological story ever written in our time is the Lord of the Rings. Let me go on a little side tangent, and this is a nod to a very important person on my Twitter feed, and you probably never hear this, but I'm putting this out to the universe. So let me get let me get you thank you let me get you on a little wavelength that I would like to bring you to. So if the devil was going to play Someone. chess, okay, yeah, gotcha. What color does he choose? I mean, the colors are ambiguous. It doesn't matter. What color? What um, color if you want me to think logically, what what would most people say then? Because you you're too logical to, to play this game. But. I think he would choose black exactly but hold this is my reasoning why so he would choose or she or it so like i don't know what the devil is i guess in story he is a man he was a man angel right, right. um hold on so <laughs> you're okay i already okay you, you, got, you gave the answer i i know i know that may not have been what your answer was but you're playing the game of being like the average joe no, no, because the devil influences. Sorry, but, but I had that's, a brain but that's fart. Already, but that's already like gotten out of that question what I need. So, yes, I think most people would assume that the devil would play black. Well, of course. But, I mean, but, Lucifer, but there's reason what, for it. But what does it go second? Lucifer, what does it mean? God of light, right? So the devil actually would choose white because he would want you to think that he's good. So the devil oh. is playing smart by playing white. Now, white seems like the advantage to uh, anyone new to chess because they get the first move. So, in the Lord of the Rings story... But again, it's ambiguous though because like, it's, it's fucking, it, doesn't make, it doesn't even matter. No, but you're, you're trying to be too like uh, 21st century with whether or not color matters. This, this, is, a, this is an old, old... Light and darkness are, are very important in all mythology. So that's what you have to understand. Light and darkness have always been the yin and yang. One doesn't exist without the other. Oh, I mean, that duality. The duality. So this is the notes on, on that. So although the advantage seems like it's at white because they play first, all chess masters know that the end game is important and the end game is even more important to the black chess player because they move second and so the importance of an end game is to weave a tactical move 
that you don't know you're in until it's too late. And that's what the chess master does. And Peter Thiel is a very well-known chess master. He's also known at being uh, very, very elusive in how he interacts with people. Dude, the fact that you're telling me that Palantir technology, right, it is, it runs like for data databases and for security and etc. Look at nature, right, on software programming. Palantir technology. The word Palantir comes from yes, from the from Lord of the Rings, Tolkien's fantasy legendarium. Um, but it's translated as a seeing stone, and we were making the idea before the seeing you know, stone. CIA, yeah, etc. Seeing stone. He sees everything that's going on in the internet. I, I, it's the AI that's been tracking and running everything. You mean the one thing is most likely listening to us right now? Most likely, yes. And so, if that's the case, wouldn't that be a great way to expose some things that a lot of people think are hidden? So, if the narrative on Bitcoin was that. I like how that went back. Sorry, it was sick. It was created, right? If, if the narrative on that it was that it was created to be the FU to the banks, but what if the CIA and the banks made it? Then what happens to your theory? So I think if we're still talking about Peter Thiel, I think he was a part of, of potentially a group that... Well, I mean, he, he also was one of the uh, investors... In Facebook. In Facebook, yes. One of the angel investors, like early. Yeah, I think the first, actually the first one, the one who's who most now, likely seen the the value of it. So on yeah, a first outside investor. On what's a founders fund? Founders fund. So that's another. Uh, that's one of his. Um, that's his asset uh, management fund that that invests in um, startups, and founders fund is definitely also rooted from. Uh, Lord of the Rings mythology. Well, I like the uh, alliteration there. Like founders funds. Like and man, and so no coincidence. And so just to keep this in an infinite loop of, of coincidentals, right? Um, this guy has six billion dollars in aggregate capital. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Just saying. Um, there is a photo of Chris Larson. Hold on. There's a photo of Chris Larson, who you know as one of the founders of XRP, at a Palantir meeting in New Zealand a number of years ago. Am I going to see and New Zealand, where did they shoot all the Lord of the Rings movies? Oh, that's right. So, I mean, no like, coincidence. So on a, on a is it coincidence at this point? On, we have on an like interview some... that Peter Thiel had with Tim Ferriss, who is another man that I love and has, you know, gifted me an immense amount of knowledge. He interviews people in a very specific way that gets info out of people that they've never been asked before, and it's unreal. If you haven't listened to anything Tim Ferriss has said or read, dude, dude this company is like what, dude. Let me tell you wow. this, man. So, he said that his favorite movie was No Country for Old Men. Because it was one of the most random, yet, like, is anything actually happening at random movies that he's ever seen. And, horrible paraphrase, but, quantum, man. So, if the quantum computing system is faster coming online than anyone thinks Dude, about. Dude, what is that And if that that's even? linked to... It's an astrology sign. What sign is it? Uh, 
sorry guys, this is one of the companies out here um, that we're looking through founders fund about Peter Thiel, and it's not even a name, it's just a symbol. And this, well, it's Psy Quantum, I'm assuming. But uh, like silicone phototonics. Photonics. So this is, remember that one time that we were talking about XRP settling uh, photons of light? you were talking about like lights something like th- this is where it would come online like this is where like we're talking about so many things at this point man yeah, like- well yeah but i <laughs> but you know so like it, it's hard the reason why i became what may be considered a maximalist is, is only because of all of these dots that don't seem to be existing in the ecosystem of, of other you know coin networks like all of these people that were one of the first you know online payment technology companies that sold it that's still surviving you know if you think about most of the first to market they never win that's part of the reason why logic tells me bitcoin isn't the number one eventually because it's it's the netscape of of internet browsers most people that are under the age of 25 don't even know what netscape is if you're listening if you are older, you remember that was the first place you clicked on to surf the internet that yes. you've never seen in the last 20 years. Dial up. Let's go. Dial up, son. See, that's a cool, I mean, like this law, like diving and talking about Peter Thiel here, but like a company should start when they have a technology that's 10 times better than their closest competitor. The first rule is to create a technology or innovation that is 10 times better than what is in the market. So is Bitcoin 10 times better? He recently said at, 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 at a round table meeting, a round table. This guy. Yeah, he recently said at a round table meeting, which also, if you start thinking about the round table, Knights Templar, King Arthur, you know, if you start looking at one of the founders of Ripple that you've never seen a picture of, his name is Arthur Brito. Well, if you look into some of the myth and, and lore of the Arthur story, hear me out. You realize this that Brito might be it. a call to Brittany in France, which was one of the like main main hubs of the Knights Templar, and potentially a call to King Arthur. And so maybe dive back into what's become my favorite number 13 is unlucky because the vatican murdered all of the knights templar on october 13th some i can't remember which year it is 13 something and they took hold of the financial system the knights templar were basically the first people to have invented some type of like potentially decent financial system where they held a lot of capital but they also like you know had a decent exchange for all of it and the vatican uh called them on heresy because of some of the symbols and things that they used um that were more ancient that christianity has deemed evil but may have been older and some of the the ties to where those religions started that they became an enemy of the state. The Vatican okayed the first basically central bank and thousands of years later, we're still a slave to the financial system that was created then. So if you think that this one coming online, but if this one coming online is more evil than the one that we've already been enslaved to for over a thousand years, 
you know, can a network that's decentralized enough that would be given enough power to the internet eventually that would take power out of those, you know, banks' hands, then, you know, I think, you know, the reason why Bitcoin was invented will still exist. It may not just happen on that blockchain. I love how we have this tie of, like, occult and cryptocurrencies. I mean, like, that's where it gets even more interesting if you think about it. The fact that you can find the, uh, I guess you can say, connective tunnels between both types of information. And they're very they're very fluid. And uh, it's an interesting look because, like, again, I'm a, I'm a man of, like, of history of like understanding that like it's not it's not by chance that the creator of netflix his great uncle or grandpa or whatever it was uh was edward bernays the writer of propaganda the tool the sociological tool that was created and and, and just a theory but it was used by who hitler <laughs> on the germans Right? That's why the Germans never knew what uh, what was happening at the time. Uh, it's like Hitler was taking over the rest of the world, right? That's what that's just facts, right? But it was used within these these uh, these these texts and books. And like it, and Edward Bernays, he was uh, one of his his great grandpa or uncle, one or the other, uh, was Sigmund Freud, right? I think uh, Edward Bernays would be titled, I think, one of the fathers of sociology. I mean, like there's probably like in university you learn something completely different but i just think like you know he was a sociologist by nature like moving through and it's not by chance that the creative netflix the one of mark or ralph anthony or something like i don't I have no idea but like the creator his like the, the relation is there and it's crazy to think like you know the guy who created propaganda not propaganda also freaking created like netflix which is like a freaking cesspool of propaganda right we get to choose what we want to like submit to the programming again like movies are great don't get me wrong but i'm saying like well and that's the thing oversaturation right if if a lot of those things are meant to like push you into like like i think that's one of the saddest things that's happened over the past years like the line that's been drawn in the sand is is what everybody's worrying about and everybody's on one or the other side and they're you know constantly dwelling where like the the true sadness is actually that it's brought everybody down to that instead of like a lot of people reminding themselves to think about something higher so yeah i think in the same way like powerful information can be always used for good or evil and i think occult wisdom is something that some of the very wealthy people on this planet know about and you know it's like the chicken or the egg is is the knowledge of that information powerful enough to make you more successful it could be so maybe the knowledge of that comes before the success and and maybe all of the times that anybody's talked about it publicly they're deemed like satanic cults where some of them may very well be but I don't think all of them are and that that's what i think what made me open to the the potential occult wisdom was, was recently finding out that my grandfather and my great-grandfather were scottish right freemasons very devout um but also it's dope man it's unreal actually um one of the chances you know what? and then you're, you're over here trying to uncover the knowledge man you want to the thing is you have to I'm, 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 wo- I'm woke to it though because i've i believe the you know i've believed for many many years that egypt is way way fucking older that the that the story we've been told 
about what happened and when is wrong. That we were a very advanced species, that the oldest pieces of all the archaeological sites of the great sites of the planet have the most technologically advanced blocks. That the newer additions to Machu Picchu are less advanced than the way older. That the, that the blocks on Easter Island match the same technology in the blocks on the ancient parts of Egypt. That the Sphinx has water erosion on it that would have only been brought on by immense monsoon rainfall that would have only left it to be at least 20,000 years old, probably 33,000 if you think about the last time that the sun, the sun was rising in the summer solstice with the constellation Leo at the same point. So the studies of John Anthony West and Robert Schock and later on Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson those things woke me the fuck up to Egypt being like yo mummies they mummified themselves because they believed as long as their body was whole on earth they wouldn't be reincarnated yet they literally wanted to exist forever in the astral plane so they went on to heaven with Osiris and like live forever so like i'm trying to be like i don't want to be cremated man i don't want to be put in a box i want to be mummified son (laughs) i mean like that's actually an interesting way to look at it there's i'm trying to live forever i believe in the (laughs) akashic record i believe in in you know souls previous lifetimes i believe that potentially based on those lifetimes or what's happened in yours right now that can be damaging some of the the chakra points all of the energy points that were relevant in hindu ancient hindu text in in um, ancient egypt the the serpent that's circling up the staff that's the uh, symbol for medical represents the chakras the chakra points of the body like even western medicine has hijacked the occult so yes i believe in that well as long as you can sell it right i mean well yeah and you can't sell some metaphysical like third eye make sure you're i mean to backtrack on the ideals of uh of graham hancock here uh like his work is crazy First of all, like I was looking up this uh, thing about you know the stuff he's finding in Amazon, like the like the like the black earth. America before, like the man-made soil. There's like they're uncovering like like uh, like what ir- irrigation microbiome like, that yeah. doesn't exist anywhere dude, on the planet. And wherever you put it, anywhere else, it will grow on barren soil. It dude, that's like re- re- mind blowing, man. It re- mind blowing saturates the earth with nutrition. It's like a a, a, uh, a solar powered like compost. It like yeah, man, it's a man-made bioactive soil that that re like plenishes the earth. And what they're also finding with that like lidar, uh, like fuck is that represent laser radar? Yeah, is like that the Amazon was planted. That most of that forest is not just a random forest that that the humans like planted and cultivated it to be growing the way it was. That the 
presence of humans there. I mean, dude, even even getting even more like, you know, this isn't like tinfoil hat. This is like tinfoil reinforced cranium. <laughs> but there's some there's some uh, sites in the Grand Canyon that have like Egyptian shit in it. There was a sarcophagus that was in there. There was a fucking. There was also a, a Native American tribe that was like the the Hopi. Four, the Hopi people. I'm not sure if it is the Hopi people. It's or the not. Hopi. But they were the forebearers, the, the protectors. I of, think of one of the them is the Hopi. There. We can look that up. Actually. And uh, man, I think there was giant, like eight foot, ten foot tall, like red haired giants up in there too that they don't want you to know about either. Dude, man, I've seen like structures where it's like stairs. And like these stairs, what are they like? Eat dinner there? No, this looks like stairs for a giant foot. Like facts, yo. Like, look, you see those things? Uh, enough said, man. It's Duke. Um, I'm pretty sure we were the height of this motherfucker's like shin bone. Uh, where is um, Grand Canyon? Is that Arizona? I think so. Yeah. So northeastern Arizona is that where the Grand Canyon is? Because the, the four people could be the, the Navajo, uh, the, what is this, uh, Pueblos, the Pueblos, and then the Zuni. Might be the Zuni. I, I can't remember, actually. But it's the, you said there was four, but, right? But, there, but there's there's a tribe that that has been the protectors of one of these ancient caves that, that definitely has hieroglyphs in it. So, you know, I, I kind of think... Interesting you know stuff. the the narrative on history has is, is not correct. oh for sure you know no I mean? no and the thing is the way it has to be uh, formulated in a certain way for people to live cohesively and live in, in the structure that we have because we have to understand like even though yes we are individuals and we are the the components of subjective to create the objective collective that we all are right so like I, I like but the thing is though there's we have to know that that in its own self is a system and just like the finance system is a system right someone is controlling that like that machine while like obviously one man or one company can't control the, all the machines but if you control the 10 for example pillars mm-hmm. which which those pillars control like another 20 and then those 20 control another 40 and the whole like hierarchy goes down but there's still someone up there like controlling or not controlling for me it's like how I see it like evil or not the people on those power like those like positions in life evil or not agenda or not like the fact is like they are the people who are there and they're the ones making those kind of decisions but if I was there in my life you know in my life like there's probably things I have to sacrifice things I have to actually do in my daily life to be able to attain a certain kind of knowledge and upkeep to be able to like run this show like imagine like like fucking Jeff Bezos, like Elon Musk, even you know, imagine these guys. Like, you guys, like, money, first of all, is not even a thing. Like, you can fart like money and you get more money at, the, at that point, right? Like, like, how do you even, like, maintain that? The upkeep to keep going without, you know, well, fucking, like. You know, I also think it's, like, I, I, I do, I genuinely think it's a function of what some people are able to tolerate, though. You know, like, I think, you know, a lot of people quote, you know, it's easy to, to talk about investors, but I, I think the same, some some of the same qualities exist in a, a lot of people that are successful in, in that kind of like branch of wealth. 
And I think some things are similar with all of them. It's their ability to like truly believe in something way beyond, you know, some people's capacity and also risk because yes, Elon Musk like can fart money, but like if you really know his story, you know that he put every dollar like and and pretty much every dollar left that he had into Tesla and SpaceX. And at some points of that, like none left. Like not well, even. Well that's the thing, like he you know what, like, what I have was, up there, right? I do not seek the riches of the world but the wealth of life itself. That's why you have people who are at that level trying to figure out and create like new life like it's crazy like elon musk and all this stuff like with mars and colonizing mars and and, and terraforming mars that stuff is like massively sci-fi shit yeah but it's like facts it's gonna happen it is it is and, and it's and it's beautiful thing because i i hope like my legacy like my children and children will will survive and For get to the though, point where they can do that kind of cool shit. i'm not sure why like mars is the goal though because to me which is the closest i'm assuming you mars know? seems like and Venus is it all gas, already bro. was like I feel like there's a potential sometimes my brain says like we were from there already and Mars like already got nuked it was full of water and life and now it looks like that like I kind of think like why are we going back to some old shit already like you know we should be trying to find another planet that has all the same you know what maybe that's what happened as it kept pushing 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 on Right, and then like Earth started happening, and then a different like planet at the size, whatever fits that spot, or maybe I don't know Venus comes along. You know, there, Venus, there, you know, like the thing that I think about sometimes is like is are like aliens. I feel like they're us from the future. Like, I could dive into that a little bit more, but well, but you know, but, but so could I, but, man. But, but uh, <laughs> but j- just to maybe you know. Peter Thiel has maybe even still in this conversation remained like a weird arbitrary guy. I think he's going to do a lot of good. He's researching um, medical use of uh, psychedelics right now in, in like psychotherapy, which I think is a very, very, very positive area of research. Dude, man, I was a transcriber for the research team here in U of S. So it was, so, it was so under you, Eric Dick. The, the value in, oh, dude, in, so, I read patient so files of like the guys fucking the use the of mescaline. Now, you know what I'm saying? If he's one of the guys behind, like the good that that can do, if you like, you know, because no, I am all like again. I I, so, I completely agree with the work, seeing what it, what the capabilities of like learning about yourself introspectively. Think, so you know, I, it's, I, like for me, if he's doing that, I I, I believe that he's like got a good interest at in at heart to like what a lot he's you know that he's doing but you know I, I think why these questions are relevant is that if you were able to accumulate enough wealth Aaron to do something good with it you, oh I mean you, man you would. of course of course if I you was like would. rich like Elon Musk and everything else you know like Elon Musk like saying I'm gonna go to space and stuff like yo man I will be on the teleportation game like so that's what I'm saying so if you start thinking ASAP, about how many people that, that could be walking this planet that if pooled together could do some seriously good things if they knew how to connect with one another then I will always give the win 5G I'll fucking always give the win to the, the good of humanity. 
Oh no, for sure. I mean, like that—that's that's the thing. That that's the whole idea of duality in the first place, where we have a choice whether we want to go good or evil. Because in the end of the day, anything we do, like like love, money, uh, food intake, all that stuff, really is either a good. It can be a good thing or an evil thing. Like people always think love is, a, is this this beautiful, lovey, like you know, I feel so connected, intimate, which it is, but it's very a uh, small like honestly in culture it's that's blown out of proportion but really it's a very small part of all the complexities of love itself because you can use love as a complete tool like a narcissist would use it for example right they don't even think about like like the actual connection it's just like oh this is a tool i can take out and use this right and so like and it can be used in a toxic way that's why there's, that's why there's fucking abusive relationships right it's because people don't understand like you know, it's, oh, but I love him, that's why I stay with him. It's like, well, yeah, because, like, that's, like, the love you've accepted. That's what you've kind of, like, you know, there's so many things you can go. I'm saying, so any, any any type of energy, even money itself, that's energy. And I think they've with Bitcoin being the original, right, it created the, essentially, like, you've, you've, you've created trust. You've, the ability to create trust out of thin air. You've created something at a, in a digital space that has... Put this man. It, it, it pretty much creates energy into a data form that's like that's money. So it, it, it's the bridging thing that has the that has created any kind of flow of money into a pure data. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then from there it evolved into like. I forgot to tell you what Peter Thiel said at the roundtable meeting. Oh yeah, about the about Bitcoin, man. We we everywhere. And I love it. I hope that I hope everyone well, out there can uh, can keep up. <laughs> another reason why I like Aaron, guys, is because he. His mind dodges in, in the same way that I can go from one completely opposite topic right back to where we were before, and that's how my brain works. So well, I mean, like, like I feel comfortable scatterbrained. scattered with this man. Because, Why not? Well, because like the thing is, all all the thoughts connect in the first place. <laughs> Sorry, Peter Thiel. No, what no, did he no. say in the round table? That's no, but that's that's you just saw it in in reality. That's how, that's how it works. Um, well, for sure, man. But like he like, recently said. Everything that, happens for a reason. That's that why I have could, this tattooed on my body. <laughs> that it is... He, he's recently stated that he's a Bitcoin maxi, that, he's, that he holds Bitcoin, which I think if he was one of the founders of it, he would. He recently said that China could utilize it as a financial weapon because they basically control 50 to 70% of the mining. And if you saw a couple weeks ago when that, when that power outage happened in China... The entire market dipped because the hash rate on Bitcoin went skyrocket low. So, you know, I, I think if it were to be utilized in the future, it would have to be alongside um, some other technologies that can that can, uh, you know, not to like drive it to death, but like bridge it. And not even in an XRP way, but like allow it to be brought up to speed because, you know, it's very similar to gold. It's not really feasible for me to like give you a gold coin for things. But the gold is a better way to like keep somewhere as a, as a store. So like I think, you know, um, talking about like trust, like the word that will exist in the new financial system will be trustlessness which will which 
breaks most people's brain trying to think about it. But a, a system that's so unregulated by any one thing that the need for trust doesn't even exist. Trustlessness, that's what the Flare Network is. I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, I completely agree. I'm excited for Flare. Flares. Right. Dude, the thing that I've been thinking about with Flare that I just realized is you can bring your XRP or in, in the other F assets that they're going to allow to work within the ecosystem. Litecoin, I believe. Uh, Bitcoin is going to be one of them. Doge, they even have as one of them. I think XLM. Fucking um, Doge. But you'll be able to bring your XRP to the Flare network and mint FXRP, which would be a f- the Flare network's representation of your XRP coins, and then stake those on the Flare network and get incentivized for bringing it there risk-free because your actual XRP isn't being interacted with. You lend your liquidity to a pool and you get Spark token as an incentive. So that's basically passive income. You can then take that Spark token and interact again within the system and like almost double compound your wealth. You, you, Dude, you, I have you got a, the spark I, on your ledger, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. You know how much better that is? People that didn't know when the when the when the airdrop happened, but it's it's to my knowledge, people that set up their ledger get a hundred percent of their flare off the start, where everyone that had it on a participating exchange only gets fifteen, and it gifted out every incrementally until everybody has it. But I think. My understanding, the people that had it on their ledger, that had it set up through the ETH address, get it all. And so if you can start immediately interacting within the Flare network and start minting assets on their network and start receiving passive income. Dude, man, I have a really sick idea. I think, I'm not going to talk about this on air because this is more of an NDA. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but yeah, remind me later because that's uh, this idea of the. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry, everybody out there. But the idea of uh, uh, this flare token and, and, and incentivization of getting uh, another token, I think I have a really sick idea that will fucking blow your fucking mind, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, remind me later about it uh, off air because uh, as much as I love everybody listening, you guys are privy to uh, the real secrets. <laughs> well, I guess not. Well, as the saying goes, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, we've jumped into, like, so many different things. I mean, from the occult to crypto, to the merging of both, to numerology. I mean, hold on. Backtrack. Well, I think we haven't talked about 13. The ties, the ties to all those things lead to potential that a lot of the elite use numbers to communicate so if there's like a heading you know this sounds crazy to somebody listening to this i just realized it um but that's part of how they they create the narratives they do because you know like for someone privy to the knowledge you see the the last supper and you just see like you know the depiction of of, you know jesus's last supper 
But, you know, just oh, like what, so what, things, what, what, you know, angels and demons in the Da Vinci Code books and, and down ground. That's really. what started my occult. I, I think I have the I crushed those books so fast, man. Oh, it's not even dude, funny. You know what I mean? Man, I, I read one of them on the, on the oh way to Jamaica one time. Like, the whole book, I just... Because... You started reading the first page, you're just like, I can't stop. I need to know. you just like, I needed to know. I, I needed to know. And immediately, I realized that Dan Brown writes perfectly, like, he creates a movie in the book. Like... His chapters, the movie's trash in comparison to the book. They are God, because God. because his chapters are so short. The scenes are really cut. It's like the way he has his books. Like almost the chapters are like the edited scenes to me. And like it was like uh, oh, the book is phenomenal. Right, yeah. Like, so if you haven't read it, you guys, I mean, like it'll it'll make you go crazy a little bit. But well, yeah, it's so really I mean, fun to read. Man. Know, that's so, for sure. So that triangle that rep, you know, that's represented in the space between what could be potentially and Mary, which would have been very, you know, against the rules of, you know, some of the, the narrative, you know, you know, you could see that as the way Dan Brown speaks about it, which is like, you know, the upside down V, which is the, the depiction of divinity or, you know, the divine feminine. But you could also see it as like the triangle, three, six, nine, that if you reversed it upside down and placed it on top of it, it's the star of David. But if you take, you know, the edges of the star off the star of David and you know create a shape it's a hexagon and if you were to draw certain lines through hexagon you can make it into a square or a cube and if you ask yourself how many visible edges of the cube you see and how many visible faces and how many sides that you see of a cube it's three six and nine and if you take a cube and unfold it it becomes the cross So, dude, man, I saw all that in my head. Exactly. You know, and actually, side note, that's a really random trait as well. Now, I wonder if it's linked to like the the types of letters we are in Myers Briggs. But very few people visualize uh, words and things when when people are talking. I'm like that as well. My dad, I recently found out, is like that as well. But most people don't see like a a, a visual representation of what someone's talking about when they're explaining something. That also could be why you somehow seem to like fucking. Well, I just get it. I mean, you don't, you don't, the things you say, you don't have to really explain too deeply. I mean, for the audience out there, I'm sure you would have to, have to kind of dig and do their own research. Uh, and the funny thing is, all the knowledge that we have about the cult and everything else, it's really just like hearsay. Some people will look at you like, man, you're like, that's just conspiracy theory shit, man. Like, that's not even you should be listening to. Like, that's not even real. It's like, well, you know, it's like, for me, real or not, it's people wrote about it. People have dedicated their lives. Are all of them crazy? It's kind of like um, David Icke, you know, where you, you listen to his shit and you're like, okay, yeah. You watch, like, you know, I, I agree with him with the fucking precedents. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, those fun, you know, about, what is it, like, um, what was the next thing about, it was, it was first the presidents, how they're all related, and this, the first one was about 9-11, or religion or something, well, that's like, guys, anyways, and the third part of it was, like, about the reptilian people, so, <laughs> I haven't got there yet, yeah, I mean, I, like, that's, but the thing, thing is, though, like, for me, I how close I am, but, are they, real or not in that case you know even if you agree with his first two 
parts of the arguments and to the last one it's like okay yo man reptilian haha you know but again there is that movie obey uh, was that obey um what's that movie obey it's called uh it's the old movie where the guy like he puts the glasses on and then like he sees the, the world for what it is it's like a horror movie I'm... oh shit I know yeah I know that movie ah, it's so old no but the scene that you're seeing is him putting the glasses on and, and, and then, like yeah. it's a it's a, it's a advertisement it's obey and then he puts the glasses on and says obey yeah yeah, yeah yeah I know so, the movie you're talking about I forgot what it's called I can't remember the name of it yeah but like I just think like you know if someone's research and his research is fucking thorough we're not talking and again you could just be a crazy guy but at the same time like is it real is it is it possible that like again like we mentioned earlier about um aliens that we can be the aliens like and then like again like and then talking about we were talking about uh, about mushrooms right you're talking about like a, a psychedelic medicine i honestly think when you do those uh those types of substances uh, you enter a different plane of reality to us because like the world coincides in the future in the past in the present all at once all the time right but I think is when you do certain kind of substances to be able to stimulate the mind and we're not talking about like you know cocaine and shit like that. we're talking about like 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 Amazonic fucking like substances DMT. you know DMT and Ayahuasca. different forms and how you take it exactly but, but different forms and being able to experience whatever it was exactly yeah. and, to, and, and essentially because I've had my own DMT experiences that, that, that are very I can remember them like they were they were like yesterday like like, like living inside of what I would say uh, the spirit world like something that's so far-fetched and crazy to people to think about right but it's something Whoa. that I, I've I've witnessed myself in my, in my in this consciousness seeing like holy man there is a different reality and then that came to the conclusion that like when you do like psilocybin and all that kind of stuff you're entering a different a, different, a completely different plane man and people are just taught to stay What's, in this plane you know and, and, and what what eye is that usually depicted on right what third eye right well, you know, no for sure and, the, and, and that's that's our connection to the spirit realm pineal gland right for 100% and when you hack the brain in half and place the eye of Horus from Egypt over the pineal gland it's identical to its shape the eye of Horus means the pineal gland and and this is the window to the the, the spirit world and that the all-seeing eye and all of the occult symbology is also representing the one the everything the all-knowing god or the universe or however you know anybody has depicted it but that's why the further you go the more it leads back to the wisdom that isn't being talked about that's hidden coded in you know the, the geometry you know, i think there's reasons why though because it would just cause in my opinion, right, it would cause more chaos, especially in this day and age. It would cause chaos if we told everybody now, but if everybody was brought up knowing... Oh, well, for sure. ...connection it, it, to... ...fans and butts, to, but, like, I think day and age now where it, it'd be hard to even bring up the ideals of, like, you know, like talking about alchemy. You know, people don't... It, it, we live in a day and age where, like, come on, man, like, look outside. You know, like, we live in right now what's COVID. Like... And that's why in... <laughs> In the first, in the ceremony, uh, when you uh, ascend through uh, the rituals 
built into the Masonic Brotherhood. There is, you know, rituals there designed to be a homage, but as well to be a part of the continual learning and teaching. But what do people kind of, of categorize that as a kind of like a, like a cult? It's very culty to explain, like. Well, but but you know, it's it's easy to to feel that way. But the more you do digging, the more you realize that, like. It's not meant for everyone. The first degree ceremony asks you where you became a Mason first. And the answer is in my heart. You don't get asked to join. Someone that wants to see the difference between looking and seeing will understand the importance of wanting to join one of those organizations because it is meant to be uh, only for the people that are able to handle it. That's why you can look at it in the same way as like, you know, if the true story of what's supposed to happen to XRP has been intelligently hidden only for a few eyes to understand, then it was meant for those people. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, I agree. you know, so, you know, was my grandfather uh, a part of an evil organization? I don't think so. Uh, well, I mean, just like every single section of anything good or bad, there's always going to be levels of good and bad. You know what I mean? So that's the thing, right? Uh, a lot of those branches, the Knights Templar, aren't often talked about as an evil cult, but they're a branch of the Masons. Scottish Rite, the York Rite, the Rosicrucian Order, which may have been a, a previous, you know, occult a, a wisdom. What, what all of those things truly mean is that the further you look back, you realize that the, the devil horns are actually from a depiction of a symbol representing the moon on top of something. Crescent moon turned sideways. Man, so that's, that, the, the, the and further, that culture is also gone, man. Like it's, it's crazy thing. I mean, like predominantly we live, we do live in the uh, Christian-based world. I mean, we, we, it is year 2021 20, AD. Right? You know, but then when you start looking into, you know, Especially the King James Bible. If you start looking into how many verses are in the King James Bible, Dewey Reigns, much better Bible. Be surprised. Dewey Reigns. It's a uh, the more uh, accurate text uh, of biblical, I guess, history and knowledge. Uh, and the only reason why I know that is because I'm, I'm a friend of mine who's a very devout Christian, and he, he even he says like you know like he's very much under like has knowledge of the occult as well. But his like his uh, his conviction, he's a Christian man, right? But like we're not we're not talking about like the everyday Christian man. We're talking about the one like the the the, the original. Like he's like a, you know like, you know he was a he's technically a Roman. Uh, he's you know he was I think he was baptized uh, I think like in Jerusalem. Like he speaks uh, Aramaic, mm. right? So he speaks the language of Jesus, mm. right? Mm. So like, he's like, again, you know, the very knowledge well, has passed on. Right? I was only so, mentioning that Bible as kind of like. Uh, well, King James though is like I'm saying like it's not as it, that's diluted. It's a kind of like cafeteria Christian right. uh, Christianity. You know what I mean? Well, it, but it also may be one of the more relevant texts for the occult because oh, it was, I it mean, was for written sure. with very specific amount of verses, the amount of uh, the, the, the certain numbers that are relevant, which is also why 
I may highlight that there's a massive importance to the, the numbers 13, 7, like 9, a lot of those numbers. That could be in reference to one of the things we were talking about right before we went online of, of Muhammad. That could be parable. It's very easy to take the literal interpretation of, of text and decide what to think about it. But if it's truly divine knowledge, then there could be multiple meanings that, that are not meant to be observed as a ritual, but to be like pulled out like the meaning of a symbol. So that's like what the occult can can start thinking, right? Because because think think about this. In in the tarot, yeah. the 13 is represented by the card death, which it's a knight on a horse that's carrying the symbol uh, of uh, a white rose on a flag yeah. so initially you think that's evil well first off what you have to know about tarot is that depending on which way the card is even laid down depends yeah. on how you're interpreting it so the duality of all cards exist but secondly that death just represents rebirth uh, a renewal a re recycling so 13 and a white rose may be linked and the only other card that has the white rose represented on it is the fool card and the fool card what number is that one 13 fool card 22 which is the same numerology because if one plus three is four and two plus two is four if i give you five plus eight plus nine five eight nine yeah that's 22 but if i give you five plus eight that's yeah. 13 and 1 plus 3 is 4 and 4 plus 9 is 13 so anytime you add a number to 9 yeah. you get it back 9 plus 7 16 1 plus 6 7 9 is a, is a special number when you take 1 plus 1 plus 1 yeah. it's 3 2 plus 2 plus 2 6 yeah. 3 plus 3 plus 3 Nine. Yeah. Four plus four plus four, twelve. And one plus two is three. Five plus five plus five, fifteen. Six. Seven, seven, seven. Twenty-one. Nine. Three. No, seven. Yeah, seven. Sorry, I, sp I skipped six. Oh. Six, six, six. Eighteen. Or nine. Yeah. It keeps going. Three, six, nine. Three, six, nine. So, like, all of those things can be can be tied into like importance but uh, well, i mean numbers in every shape and form from like the, from from fibonacci's uh sequencing to fibonacci well, retracements and, and, and like so and, and five and, five and eight is in the fibonacci one plus one is two two plus one is three three plus two is five five plus three is eight eight plus five is thirteen Exactly. Actually, like actually, though. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, um, and 22, 22, oh, dude, hold on, hold, I, got, I gotta round it out. I gotta round out the fool card. I gotta oh round out the fool okay, card. Okay, okay, okay. The fool card <laughs> is represented by 22, which is also in, in, in masonry the master builder number. And what else is, in, is depicted on the fool card? The fool is holding a white rose. And what's at his feet? dog aka 
Doge, the Fool card. XRP plays the Fool card all day long. It's, it's the best digital asset ever, ever created, but it's never talked about. It's never in the top three. Elon Musk, the Doge master, is going on SNL tonight. Yesterday, there was a glitch on XRP. Do you know what, what glitched yesterday? He said 10 billion. The market cap was gone yeah. by 10 billion, yeah. making it appear to be shittier than it is. Weird. I mean, so I saw that. There was a very fast. famous tweet that, that uh, Elon put out with uh, the coin market cap, uh, like top 10 or whatever. And it says, Frodo was the underdoge. Was trying to, he was making everybody think he was talking about Doge, right? But if you put Frodo into a website that helps you calculate the numerology, yeah. which is also called Gematria, Gematria, yeah, Frodo equals the same number that XRP numbers equals. So if someone, oh, dude, you're blowing my mind. The if, fact that the guy Palantir someone, back to fucking Peter Thiel, exactly. Palantir being fucking Middle so Earth shit and Jungle Frodo, bro. You, and, and, are, and are you ah. telling me that David Schwartz isn't a fucking Lord of the Rings guy? Look at the guy. All the guys. <laughs> so I'm telling you, the importance of astrology. <laughs> Yo, the, please the, look him up. The, the importance David of Schwartz, astrology. Triple that. <laughs> Yo, I ain't even, I ain't even clowning, David. I love you, dude. You're the fucking bomb. <laughs> David has a the first patent for a digital ledger technology in 1988, the same year that the Economist cover has a phoenix on it. If you look up the gematria on <coughs> on phoenix, what do you think that number is? I don't know, 1391. What? The reverse of 19. Which is. 19 right? I thought we we're talking about 13 the cove no I'm talking about we're, we're, we're gonna bring in a bunch of, of things I'm gonna go back to 91 is gonna relate to 13 well, before we go any further numbers the fact that like XRP always tries to hit a what uh, 702 Fibonacci right 7 2 9 exactly and, and, and oh. if you start looking for it yesterday it was hanging out around 1.58 for a good chunk of the day I mean, I follow Canadian digits, so it's uh, kind of hard. Let's let's also talk about other relevant. <laughs> Look where it's sitting at. Where is it? One five eight. One eight nine. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nine, oh nine, one nine one. Nine nine nine, man. So. Um, yeah, you're tripping me out, man. Dude, so <laughs> listen to this though. Ninety one. Oh yo, it's, I mean, it says forty six billion. It still says no, 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 it's back. It, it, they were saying it's a data problem, but they did it on purpose, man. I'm telling you. It's, but get this. I can't believe Doge get this. Going, like on the December twelfth. What was December twelfth? Uh, that's when the crash happened. No, it was, it was the uh, the or, airdrop. Or lawsuit. Oh, the airdrop. Oh yeah, the airdrop. Or, the snapshot, excuse me. And yes, that's yes, twelve, yes. twelve, right? Mm -hmm. And then since we're adding things together, that's three, three. And thirty-three is another very important number to the Masons. Well, I mean, it was twelve, twelve, nineteen, wasn't it? Or twenty? No, no, it was twelve, twelve. But the year is it twenty twenty? Well, if we're only talking about the month and the dates. Oh, it was twenty twenty. <gasps> Dude, twelve, twelve, the repeating of twenty twenty. What is that? No, no, no. But like twelve, twelve is thirty-three, three and three. Twelve. Twelve, twelve is twenty-four, bro. This is why, this is why uh, numerology is alchemy. One plus two is three. One plus two is three. Twelve, one and two. Twelve, one and two. December twelfth is also three, three. Check it, check it, so, check it. Check. 
July 12th. I'm July. I was born July 12th, and I have a tattoo of three, bro. Yeah, but that, but see, that's what I'm saying, man. So when you start fucking, when you start un- unlocking that the universe has always been speaking to you, potentially through numbers, potentially. Okay, when's your birthday? Things, what are well, you? I'm gonna I'm gonna unlock that because that <laughs> that's when things start getting really scary. And, and okay, hold on. When was your birthday? Come on. I'll just hit. Oh man, get the suspense. Let me let me uh, keep rolling. Uh, okay, things. okay. So the phoenix was represented on an Economist magazine cover in 1988, which is 33 years ago, because that's the year I was born. Three, 33 years, three months, and three days later, Economist just put out another, another cover that says Gov Coins, which is basically like like the, the, the government's issued digital currencies that are, that are coming. Like, that's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that the same numerology was represented on the day that Brad Garlinghouse told everybody that the lawsuit was going to happen a day before the SEC announced it. And Brad Garlinghouse announced it on December 21st. Another 3-3. So... These things I don't believe are coincidence. So if, if that's the case, then these types of things have been utilized for a message. Now I'll tell you what the universe's message to me was with these numbers, because these are all important, right? 91 means the phoenix. The phoenix in mythology was represented by an eagle as well, which is an older representation of the constellation Scorpio. And the phoenix rises from the ashes. It, it perishes and rises again. So, you know, the crash that could be coming and XRP rising from the ashes to be, the, you know, the, the savior could be represented by that. Now, why that's relevant to me is I was born on April 1st, 1988. April 1st, 4 and 1 is... On April Fool's Day, man. April Fool's. You know, so 1, the fool, 22. But the fool is an important tarot card because the fool always stays resistant to chaos because he's willing to be wrong. He's willing to know that he doesn't know before he learns. He's willing to be the fool, which makes him a genius. So... If you're, if you're constantly keeping yourself as the fool, you'll always be open to more information. So people that are always seeking will always find more by, by creating that. But, but anyways, April 1st is the 91st day of the year. That makes you what, a Taurus? April 1st is the 91st day of the year, 91. When you add nine and one together, it's one is also the date of my birthday Wait, nine every, and one is ten every day what do you mean nine and, and, and in numerology i should note that you never add the zero so ten is one in oh numerology. okay okay so you, in uh there's there's different ways to interpret numerology what i'm doing most of the time is reductive so i'm taking the end digits and always adding them back together to get reduced to one digit Okay. You know, I get you. Eighteen will always become nine. Yeah. So, um, but when you take my 
the year I was born, 1988, that reduces to 8. Because 8 plus 8 is 16, which is 7. And 9 and 1 is 1, which is 8. And 4 and 1 is 5. And so 5 plus 8 is 13. So my lifeline, the numbers that you add together to get your lifeline, which is all the numbers in your birthday, equals 13. Five and eight. If you, if you add all the numbers, I mean, like, my end would be, like, 1917, I guess. Because July 12th, 89. July 12th, 89. So you would be, um, 19 is 1, and 8 and 9 is, is 8, and 1 and, and 8 is 9. So you'd be, uh, that's that's a 9 at the end. And you never have to worry about 9. So what what is it, July... July 12th. July 12th, so 8. 8, 12, no, 7, 12. Yeah, 7, so, 12. And, and so 7 and 3 is 1. So your your lifeline is 1. Which means what? Well, there there's 1 through 9. They all mean different things. It's just another cool way you can interpret what? your, your birthday. Okay, hold but, on. But anyways, no. Let I gotta look up going, that. Then. Let me keep going. Okay. Before you do that, because that's okay. just a cool thing to look up. What? 41. 41, which is 4 and 1. Yeah. Another way you could look at my, my birthday. 41 is the 13th prime number. April 1st lands in the 13th week of the year. So you tell me it's divine nature that you so found I was XRP. Born, I was born <laughs> on 13. <coughs> the week, the year... The week is the 13th week of the year. 41 is the 13th prime number. 91, 91st day of the year. And with the year that I was born, my birthday is 13. The, the house number I grew up at on my street is 247. 2 and 4 is 6, plus 7 is 13. My phone number... You're, you're my giving phone me number, your... I put myself on blast. My phone number has 13 in it twice. But that must have been intentional. You probably went in there. Hey, man, can I have 371-1313, please? I got my phone number when I was in my first year of college in 2006. So unless you think I found out about this then and then forgot and then remembered it. Dude, you're cut. Because now I'm thinking about my phone number. Like, dude, I'm saying, I'm saying it's in the license plate that I had while I was going to school dude, in North Carolina. It's in, dude, it's just... in everything. My oh, here you go. My initials L is the twelfth letter. Oh is, my god! Wait, hold on, no, no, no. Oh L, my god! L is the twelfth letter. My middle name is Clark, which is three. So the first two is three and three. And my last name is Young, and Y is 25, which is 2 plus 5, which is 7. So 6 plus 7 is 13. Okay, you know... I, my I, initials, my fucking birthday, my house number, where I, where I live right now. The building that I live at is 502. What is my unit number? This is not something that I knew until very recently. I keep finding more. Okay, my unit number is 204. My, 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 my building plus my unit number is 13. The last building that I lived at. What does all this... 337. Okay, what does this all mean then for you? To me, this is... 
Like what? Why, why is thirteen? This, this is why, man. What, what is thirteen? What does it mean? To you know? me, this is my <laughs> great grandfather or, or some <coughs> entity in in. There is some larger calling that is allowing me to see what I've always known was there, but it's almost like I can now see the face. I always believed in a higher power. I've always believed in some representation of God. I just never felt myself comfortable using that word. I always would say universe, or I'd always say whatever. But the things that this information and what it's meant in my life and how I felt like almost like, I, you know, I was chosen to, to, you know, understand this information and to be interpreting it the way I am, that like, you know, I just feel like I'm being gifted another layer of this wisdom that's allowing me to see more of, of what you know that higher power is and it's almost like I'm now able to see the face I'm, I'm able to see it more in you know that so you're seeing you know, divinity within well, your life but well, here it is Jesus had 12 disciples Odin had 12 sons the heart chakra in Hinduism has 12 petals. So if you add the God within, or what Jesus or Odin would have represented, that's 13. And in the laws of numerology, the number four means law. It means that no one lives above the law. But, well, I mean, but how many people live according to it? And, well, I mean, and, four is significant. Think about and, and how many live below it? No one gets to live above the spiritual law but what this has given me is a realization that living more according to the law has made me immensely happier it has opened up a type of love that allows me to like exude it in a, in a different way yeah it has deepened my want for connection it has deepened my empathy has enriched my humbleness you know I'm, I'm i'm quite arrogant sounding by nature only because i deal in quite blunt language and i'm very very confident because i generally do an immense amount of research before i ever even breathe any information on something i never ever it's a, it's a standard i keep at a very high level i never speak about anything i i, I haven't Oh no, and that's yeah. and that's the thing, right? Like, there's no point of uh, of speaking. Uh, but I uh, can't even voice what it's given me. It's given me everything. So, like, the fact that I was led that, you know, like that 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 depiction of, of the, the hexagon that I was talking about earlier, and the the, the square that's built within it, and and the divine, you know, three six nine that that it represents. I bought uh, a weird mirror. It looks like an illusion because it's a hexagon that's made to look like it's also a cube. I bought this hexagon cube thing at, at HomeSense like four years ago 
and it sat it sat unhung on you know not hanging up anywhere in anywhere I lived and for some reason I remember being oddly drawn to it I had to buy it and I didn't know why and I recently found out why that symbol is important and it's like a way for me to you know reconnect with with like previous generations if they're I would give anything to have a five-minute conversation with my grandfather. You know, and I agree with that, man. Like, I wasn't privileged enough, only at a young age, to have grandparents, so I have none. Uh, and then I, me- I remember I had one grandparent, and, and the whole family like, didn't really like him because he was kind of pretentious and kind of snobby. I'm just like, be that as it may, the guy had stories, man, because you can't... Like, being older, like, you need to have stories, man. Like, I wonder, like, my generation, for myself, when I'm old, when I'm, like, 60, 65, 70, you know, like, what, I hope we've seen, I think we're going to be seeing crazy stuff. I mean, this look what, what You know that meme that's like, what were you doing, Dad, when when the, the SEC lawsuit, you know, dropped it, and, and it was like, I bought more. You know, do you know that meme? Yeah, obviously, I've, I've seen that, that like very old 50s much like cartoon that. that's like, like it's got the dad at like in the in like the living room and he's at the chair and he's like reading something and it's like the, the kid posing a question and like the question always changes but the meme is like, what were you doing when this happened and it's like the answer like from the dad and then the kid's like fucking legend like what were your kids like what were you doing like I was you know like. This is the most pivotal time in in the last number of years, you know? Like, the stories that are gonna come out of like this struggle bubbling, because I don't think we're out of it yet. I think a lot of people have it twisted as to, you know, thinking that the grips of control aren't gonna get more aggressive in the near future. But the stories that are going to come out of this. And and we're living through it. Because I remember when I was, uh, I think, how old was I? I think I was in my early 20s. I I first had uh, my kids, you know, very young dad, uh, super young, like 21, I would say. And just trying to figure out the world. And And I said to myself, I was like, you know, like, what... What are like what's gonna be the the challenges and the struggles that I'm gonna be facing in this time frame? Because you know, historically speaking, there's been many things that kind of uh, put the world into a a crazy time. Whether it be like the Spanish flu, world wars, uh, crazy colonization, racism, all this stuff. I said, you know, before us, like what what are our challenges, right? And, and I think it's population. Like, well, that you know population. I think like the the connection between technology and being more like rural, like how how can we connect everything to like the internet? But there's gonna be part some parts where people are like, no, like for example, I, I love having discussion. I want to know your actual opinion on this. So if you were doing, uh, you had an option, like here, you know, you have an option uh, to take the COVID vaccination, right? So they take an uh, option. Uh, uh, next question. <laughs> but we can have an option uh, to maybe attach like Neuralink 
to you. Do your mind. And people out there who doesn't know what Neuralink is, essentially hooking your brain uh, to the internet. You are now in the grid. Do you know? So for me, someone asked me the same question. But here's the thing. And this is this is this is me. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey," I'm gonna hook this up to your brain. Have fucking surgery. It's perfectly safe. We're just gonna like plug this fucking thing in here, so that way you're part of the system, right? But when you put it on, it'll make you smarter, teach you how to be faster and stronger, and eat better and be more optimal for your health because you've now you have access to like how to exactly follow through a program, essentially like Matrix style shit. Okay. Well, I believe that when quantum computing comes online, they'll literally be able to like. Well, it's like fucking Matrix, man. Well, they get the fucking like connection to their damn that, fucking spine, man. That, that, but like the computing power of that will be so immense. Well, that, that beyond that, I wanted the, the morality aspect anymore. for you. Like, where do you stand? Like, would you would you get it? for me? The reason why I would get it is because I am a seeker of knowledge, <laughs> and and the thing is though, if you're There's telling no me that I can that find more knowledge. More. Hmm? There's no drug you could give me that gives me more than a continual seeking of knowledge. But I that's believe. the thing. This tool, this like technology, just like a computer, your iPhone. Your computer. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, like, vaccine, I would get vaccine, it. Vaccine, that ain't what I'm talking about, but I'm definitely saying... Uh, Would you hook up? I'm saying plug me the fuck in. I'll pay to test that shit. <laughs> so first time in my life I'll be a beta and fucking test that shit. Uh, there, uh, most people don't understand. My sister's like was like recently like, hey, don't you think it'd be better if it's just like he's in a rabbit hole? And I was like, no, like, yeah, I'm sure it'd be better for everyone to not, you know, why I'm in there and most people aren't. I, I almost use I'm chilling in that I, I use the tool <laughs> one of the greatest tools for me is is looking where most people are looking and once I see like most people looking a certain way I'm looking the other direction automatically I'm already it's almost a very poetic twist like you don't want to pay attention to the, the world the truth is subversive you. it is never available when you think it should be it's always slower moving than a narrative you know those things will always exist which is why i don't think like you know the 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 real information in in any topic is like you know gonna be the opinion of of a a news station maybe may it may be the opinion of some of the people that are that are working there but they're not the one driving that narrative those the, the the real truth whether it be you know nutritional advice or or you know what would make you the healthiest or what would contribute most to uh increasing mental health you know you notice how a lot of things yeah man i just heard something you know like you hear things like toxic masculinity and you see how it could be beneficial in some ways you also see how that could destroy having a a positive representation of what that is for men and so you see the narrative on why something like that exists it's there so that anytime someone wants to stand up and speak about masculinity someone could go oh but that's toxic so 
for people that are are triggered by that, you know, I'm I don't I'm not gonna be triggered by it because I'm not even gonna communicate with someone that that doesn't see where I'm coming from there. But the thing that I just recently heard is a new thing. It's called toxic positivity. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yes, man. I, I just, saw that. I just found this. I no, it, what it's, I can't. It's, it's a brand new in the left oil. Dude, oh my god, man! Don't don't meant. even get me started with that. I have I was sitting but, there. Yeah, isn't that isn't that genius though? Don't don't you see the genius in 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 in, in that? Like, we're creating a to remove, duality with a positivity. Re, no, re, remove how you feel about it and view it from above. Just see it for the plain genius that it is what a way to ruin my ability to wake someone up to the importance of this the structure of your thoughts let's think about the law of attraction and the um, I, I, I this is always my analogy when i bring it up but it's i like it think about the massive difference between being early versus not being late that is the heart of what positive thinking is if you're around me i'm pretty blunt i'm gonna get to the point i might not say something that you like i'm willing to take the l in order to give you the truth my truth you know and and potentially uh, you know hopefully uh, you know a represent an accurate representation of what someone believes truth is that word means a lot it has a lot of nuance a lot of connotation and denotation so I'm going to say, you know, sometimes I don't appear positive, but the structure of which I think my capabilities and, and how I view whether or not I'm going to do something is absolutely happening. I will think about something and know it can happen. And, you know, at the, at the lowest part, most basic part, that's how it's structured so you know the importance of, of you know how you're even you know creating your your mental dialogue is why those types of things can exist i was just i just came across something recently and, and i've always felt the law of attraction is an, an important way to interact with the unseen activity of the universe there is frequency, vibrations, there is caves in India that were built to uh, beyond uh, capabilities to today with what we believe their technology was, that, that vibrate at certain frequencies, like sound is frequency, you know. So if there's certain sounds that we don't even hear but other animals hear, then there's an immense amount of, you know, other things that are, that are happening. So the best interpretation of the law of attraction I've ever come across was in a book called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And I think it was written in like the 1930s. And, it's, and it goes like this. There is a, a, a formless substance that fills the entire universe. And your thoughts placed upon that substance can create the form of your thought. That is how manifestation works. But the layer that I just found out about is that, you know, everybody knows we're mostly water. So if 
your thoughts can create forms out of substance that has yet to come to be, then it could also influence the form of the water within you. So if your thoughts aren't manifesting a good representation of positivity, then the water molecules in your entire body become a negative shape. Oh, dude, they've tattled, they've tests. They tested that where like there there was in a room uh, of people just kind of like talking about negative things and there was another a room uh, they just kind of talked about positive things and they all have like we're sharing like uh, a water cooler uh, and then like they, they, they took the water from this like in, from each room and they froze it into crystals the one in the negative room it was like all like sporadic and like different shapes and like all kind of structures while the one in the other room was fucking snowflakes and you know, if you like, look into crystals, you understand why... Well, we talk about early geometry and no, shapes, no, no. But, but when you look into crystals at the microscopic level, the shape of the crystal in, in the cave that it's developing in is the exact same shape that the atom is in at the atomic level. The shape that the atoms end up making, whatever that be a hexagon or whatever, you know, polygonal shape, that's represented in what the actual shape of the real crystal is. So at, at the biggest and smallest level, those shapes can change. And so it makes perfect sense to me that the crystals in, in, the, in the room of chaos was influenced by people's chaotic thoughts. So if we always jump to, you know, medicating and numbing your ability to, you know, interpret, you know, the, 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 information coming into your you know your being your, your third eye 